0: I was just on my 10-year-old's Pinterest because she was making a co- cookies last night and she found the recipe on Pinterest and I'm scrolling through and I saw three borderline naked women. And I was like, what is this? She's like, I don't know. I just don't look at it. <laughs> like, what? We're on Pinterest. Right, this
1: is literally made for grandmas. Like, yeah. this, this was the, the, yes. the social media solution for the elderly and yeah. here we are, right? <laughs> So welcome back to Keeping the Real in Real Estate with the Brittany Fritch team here in Loveland. All right, team, this market's crazy right now when it comes to real estate. What are you seeing in early October?
0: Isn't it always crazy? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we had the same
1: conversation last time, too. It it's is. just been go, go, go.
0: Yeah, so um, still a good time to buy and sell, Uh, but if you were looking for the bidding war on your selling side, the ship is about sailed. Really? Um, Certain price points are still seeing multiple bids, um, but other price points, absolutely not. Um, Hmm. Previously, the list price was like the starting bid point, like this, Mm -hmm. we're going to open it up at this list price. Um, That's not really a thing anymore um, at certain price levels in certain areas. So, yeah, yeah it's- I
2: think my last five buyers got it at list price or below a little wow. bit below. Yeah, it's been crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So why do you think that is?
2: Well, you don't have the first time home buyers, you know, with the rates that went up, that knocked a bunch of them out and they were driving up these prices and you were getting 10 bids and, you know, all this stuff now they're gone. Um, so you still have very qualified buyers in there, but um, just not the, as many going through the homes.
0: Inventory is picked up a little bit. It's still not enough to satisfy the demand, but supply is is continually going up. Um, It's also an election year. Right. So the closer you get to that, there's a little uncertainty about who's going to win the house or who you know, what's this going to look like? Um, School levies, things of that nature coming up. Um, And also the uncertainty of, you know, the recession, the recession and inflation. And sometimes people see inflation and sometimes they hear all these headlines in the news and they kind of buckle in a little bit and say, oh, let's kind of sit this out for a minute. Sit tight, see what happens and then maybe reemerge. So we're seeing a lot of that factor into it's kind of like outside environmental things impacting the market as well.
1: Gotcha. So a lot. There's a lot of factors at play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because if you read the news headlines right now, the one thing they focus on is always interest rate. So how much of an interest rate, how much does that impact with the market right now?
0: I scream from the mountaintops, and I tell everybody who has ears and wants to know, is that interest rates um, are obviously, if they're 2%, that's awesome and great. We're never going to see that ever again, like in the history of ever. But you, you marry the house and you date the rate, marry the house. Refinancing has always been a thing. Mm -hmm. Like We refinanced our first house to get 6%.
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're farting. You
0: put it in perspective, um, real estate's the surefire way to build wealth um, over time, and to talk about inflation, interest rates are lower than the current inflation rates. Um, And so you wanna not increase your housing expenses, buy a house, lock in. You can always refinance if they go down in a couple years. Um, so, yeah, it does affect it. And especially, to his point, the first-time homebuyers, um, it takes away some of their buying power. If you're going from a 25 to a 5%, think about that monthly payment change for them. So that is life-changing. Um, but the second, third, fourth, and fifth-time homebuyers who have built the wealth over a longer period of time. They have some equity built into their current house or previous homes where they can pull home equity lines of credit or whatever. An extra 50 grand to them is not a big deal um, or an extra, you know, $150, 200 a month is not a big deal. So those price points we're seeing less of a slowdown, but it still is slowed down because of those um, fears of recession yeah. and things of that. But, but housing
2: is still a great investment. Gosh, like It is. Yeah. You know, the stock market's down. Like, everything's down but housing market. Right. Like, and in five years, if you don't buy now in five years, the house is going to be worth more no matter what. Um, So we're telling people if they want to buy, let's still buy. I mean, it's a great time.
1: Right. I think the population demographics are kind of shifting, too. So do you think it's going to have an impact as you're seeing? I mean... Because right now there's a huge demand for those first time home buyers and there's not a huge supply. Right. So, I mean, is that a continued factor? You think it's gonna to continue to play into it or do you think we're hitting that point when it's a regulation and you're starting to see a, a equilibrium for it?
0: Um, I don't see an equilibrium coming anytime soon. Yeah. Um, yes, we have the empty nesters who are, you know, selling their traditional two stories and you have the new millennials coming in with their young families. But the current supply and the current demand, it's really new construction. So if new construction can't keep up, which, hello, COVID, (laughs) it was a screeching halt for a long time. Then you have material issues and you have labor issues. New construction has to be able to keep up in order for it to get into any kind of equilibrium. We've had a supply and demand issue for over six to seven years. It's just exponentially worse when COVID happened and new construction stopped.
2: Well, in one of the new neighborhoods in Loveland here, they're building 30 homes mm-hmm. in that new subdivision. And there's 77 people on the waiting list. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They get first dibs at the house. So there's 77 people waiting for these 30 homes. And that's not, you know, they're not even up for sale yet.
1: So those are 77 individual buyers. There's mm-hmm. 77.
2: Yeah. Individual yeah. buyers. Wanting to buy one of these homes, possibly buy one of these homes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why do you think Loveland's such a hot market for it?
0: Um, it's a great area. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, for a lot
2: of reasons, right?
0: It's an active lifestyle. It's an active community. lifestyle,
2: yeah, for sure.
0: It's um, you got the river, you got the bike trail, um, you have lots of mom and pop boutique style stores, restaurants, bars, things to do like there's everything to do. And it's a good location, too, because you can hit Kings Island in less than 20 minutes. You can hit downtown in about 20 ish minutes. You can hit Rookwood or the Oakley area if you want to. So it's it's far enough away, but close enough um, to where you can experience a lot of the east side Cincinnati things. Um,
2: There's just so much to do. Like there's always something going on. Chambers putting events. on something, events. Mm-hmm. Like it's just they want everybody to be active down here, and I feel like you could even let's say you're gonna drink, you can Uber down here for what five bucks. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, mm-hmm. but it's just a it's just a great community. It is. What the heck is Homorama?
0: <laughs> um, it's a showcase where it's normally mostly custom builders. That kind of it's a competition, really. It's who has the best house. They kind of show off all of their skills. They think outside the box when they're building. Um, So, but this year was a little bit different, there's a builder that has two houses in there Um, there's a more um, box brand builder that's in there this year, but it's just kind of people like to go there and get ideas for decorating designing, Mm -hmm. you can get your landscaper from there, your exterior lighting from there, but it's just a a big showcase on houses interior and exterior million
2: dollar homes, Mm -hmm. yeah big homes
1: wow yeah. so is that what's that going to do for me as a resident in this area if i'm not buying a house at home or I'm a, what do you think it will increase values decrease values
0: um it's not really going to do either okay um obviously they will be great comps in the future for people who are in that area but a funny thing about comps is it's not like the claremont county side and the warren county side and the hamilton county side are all very different and um, you have to think appraisal things like if, if you were to sell your house and be like, well, I live in Loveland and Homorama was in Loveland this year an appraiser is never going to look in Warren County to a Homorama house mm-hmm. and compare it to yours in Claremont County.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting.
2: I, I just think it shows you there's still a buzz though in Loveland, right? Like this downtown was brought up from the fires and everything's, We you know, when you think it's done rebuilding, there's stuff still coming, right? There's still more ideas out there, which is cool because you know they just haven't stopped here.
0: Yeah, it does draw a lot of attention to the town, which is good for us. Um and you know, he's having loveland all over the news and all over the papers and all over. It's just good for the whole town and and the big scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Um but value boost, I don't know. I mean...
1: Well, I mean, I guess maybe tax revenue boost, right? Yeah. Because you have... They're all high-value homes. Yeah. But that that's just really interesting. And I swear, everywhere I look right now, it's like, Homerama, Homerama, Homerama. Yeah. So are you selling houses in Homerama? Like, how does that work? Do you have any impact on it?
0: Uh, We can sell all the houses in Homerama if we want to. Most of um, them
2: already sold though. Some of
0: them are pending. Some yeah. of them are still available. And there's lots that are still available that they're only allowing certain builders to build on to kind of keep up, you know, the price point and such in that neighborhood. (laughs) I I was vocal to to the builders um, and the representatives that were there. But I think I think it was wonderful that they picked a site close or near to the historic downtown Loveland area. But there are um, actual power lines that go through the entire site. Um, and you have a $1.3 million house and Butterworth is in your backyard and a cliff or state route 48 is your backyard and a cliff. So I'm like, Oh gosh, I know as a realtor, as a selling broker, that those are hard sales in any market. Oh, here's a $1.4 million house, Butterworth's your backyard. You have no usable space to toss ball and here's a power line out front. <laughs> you know, So... Uh, I think there was a little bit of a missed opportunity on these stunning, they're beautiful homes. They were designed very well. Um, I love the location as it pertains to the Loveland area. Hopefully we get some sidewalks so they could bike or walk, you know, to and from. But I I do see some issue in the future with them retaining their value. On the resale. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now looking at Loveland as a community in an area and I know you guys do business I mean everywhere yeah. in Cincinnati and even day and now too and you have different people kind of pointing in different directions what are some of the things that you think could really help continue boost home values in Loveland
0: Um, Well, having strong schools is really important because you can think you can Google the top 10, top 20, top 50 schools in the state of Ohio, and you can look at the home values as it pertains to those schools. Um, So you definitely even Drew and I, funny story, we were private school kids until I went to a public high school, but he went private his whole life. Our intention was to send our children to private school but we would buy houses in good school districts for the point of resale if we ever wanted to sell. So even though we were going to do private schools, and that was the intention, which we aren't all three of our kids are at Loveland. (laughs) (laughs) But that was our intention when moving to Loveland. We always chose a higher ranking school district because we knew it would be best for our home values. So I think that right there, if we can kind of keep that on the rails, will be good for everyone within the district. Yeah, awesome.
1: Now, looking at, are we out of space in Love on for new builds?
0: mm No. No. It's, no. Few, it's few and far between. Um, but no, there's actually um, a horse farm out front off of, gosh... Ward's Corner? Mm-hmm. Off of Ward's Corner, all the horses have been gone for about eight months. So we keep, like, keeping our eye on that because we know they're going to be smacking some houses, you know, oh, right in yeah. that area. So, no, there's little pockets of land and farms and things that are still available. Brooks,
2: Brookstone's building up there off Branch Guinea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of land up there off Branch Guinea.
0: The Claremont County side has more land than I would say the Hamilton or even the Warren County side, but that's more limited um space up there
1: so if i'm looking to sell my house which i'm not i'm never leaving love i would would get found and thrown in jail i'm pretty sure but if i was looking to sell my house is now the best time to do it or should i wait
0: um it's always a good time to buy and sell that's why i tell people i'm like real estate is the safest investment that you can make
1: yeah
0: you dabble in the stock market one day you're up 50 grand the next day you've lost everything bed bath and beyond right yeah (laughs) like real estate is the safest, as long as it's cared for, it's paid for with care um, and long-term investment, it's the safest investment that you can make. Um and it's still and I would honestly I would say certain price points are selling hotter yeah. than other price points so I might have depending on I might walk in and be like um well it looks like you have about three months worth of work to do anyway so giddy <laughs> on up for the spring season uh, there you, you go. know but I, I we aren't about the quick sale where what's best for you so it would be a case by case scenario we would walk in and say oh my gosh this is moving ready it's yeah. turnkey we can price this puppy right let him fight and sell it quick and you're going to be really happy with the outcome mm-hmm. or or we might say, mm, if you could just spend like five grand doing these ten things and we reevaluate in February, March, that's going to be in your best interest. But they,
2: they are comping six months
0: mm-hmm.
2: out. So that's still the good, you know, the homes that were going 20% over ask. So there's you still got good comps out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's yes, really it, it'd be a great time to sell because so you're using those great comps. From the spring and summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is a comp? A comparison, so a house comparison. So when an appraisal is done, an appraiser goes on a quarter-mile quarter, quarter mile radius, and they'll take homes that have sold in the last six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we're saying six months puts us in that crazy market that we just came through, mm-hmm. which that's, would be the great numbers. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. If so. you
0: wait till spring, you're going to be pulling winter and fall. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. Ooh,
1: that's a good point. I'm going to make a call to my wife real quick. <laughs> yeah. Ramey, we're selling the house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Just kidding. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else major you're seeing in the market right now? Either in Loveland or outside of Loveland,
0: inspections are back. That's they a big thing. Oh everybody, everybody <laughs> needs back. to buckle in. Whether you're a home seller or a home buyer, you mm-hmm. need to be being proactive about changing your filters, having your HVAC service, things of that nature. Like gone are the days of sight unseen as is. You know, closing in two weeks—that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. So
1: I thought that was illegal too. I didn't think you, could you can you sell a house
2: without an inspection? Yeah, yeah. Oh really. My gosh, been, welcome to happened. the last
0: twenty-four months of our life. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. that was
2: happening a mm-hmm. ton. The last, the next time the person's, you know, they're at closing is the next time they sell the house. Yep. They showed up at closing, closed, and then got the house. Mm-hmm. So they
1: walk downstairs and the basement's flooded. They they
2: have no recourse. There's nothing. They find it <laughs> as is. I don't like that That was going all. on a lot. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't like that.
0: Yeah. So that has been a huge turn of events, those coming back. Um, being able to get inspections, being able to get full inspections, not inspections for info only. You can get inspections and actually ask, ask for, for concessions or repairs. Yeah. Um. So that has been a huge market shift. Is Actually, he just did a training class in August, and the whole title was "inspections are back, baby." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Buckle in, because those and it's actually a difficult thing because some agents that got into it during the craze, like right. wanting to make a quick buck real quick, um, they're not accustomed to having to right. actually work. Right. Uh, to get to the closing table and so now you're going to start seeing some weed out and some things, some people falling off a little bit because they it's think the they just get part. a contract and you yeah. get to closing and get a check and it's like ah.
2: <laughs> One of the toughest parts is getting through inspections.
0: Yep. That's um, where you really work.
2: Yeah, because a the seller, hmm. they don't want to pay for anything. You know what I mean? They're used to the old market and they've heard things from three months ago where you don't do anything. So
0: they still have their neighbors telling them like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe your trash agent hasn't sold your house in eight minutes with 19 offers because my house two years ago, I got 16 offers. Like, so now we're, you know, seeing that battle a little bit of like setting the expectations, setting the standards with both buyers and sellers. Hey, probably not going to sell in two minutes. Buckle in for a couple weeks of being on the market and for showings. And you're going to want to go live in a hotel. Because <laughs> yeah. making your bed and having it show ready every single day is going to start getting exhausting. Yeah, um, But that's kind of the new trend that we're leaning towards.
2: Which is normal. It's the normal market. Balance. Right. It's, it's less crazy. We want right. the normal market. Yes.
0: Yeah, A balanced market is a healthy market for everyone. For everybody. Right. So if we could hang out in a healthy market for a bit, that would be great for, I mean, just the economy in general.
1: Makes sense. Any, yeah. other, any other trends?
2: No. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like, so much your time.